You trudge to work every day. You log on and open Outlook. You get paid every two weeks. So is federal work just another job? Well, hardly, says Jeff Neal, former DHS chief human capital officer and human resources issues blogger. He joins me now. And Jeff, it is a job, but it's not just a job. Tell us your thinking. Hi, Tom. Well, my thinking on this is that that the federal government as an employer and really other governments like state and local governments as well are just very different. And that makes the job different. You know, the if you work in the private sector, you have different things driving you. You know, you might want to return value to stockholders. You may have uh, you know, a profit motive that you're looking at. If you're looking at work in the federal government, you are serving the American people. And there is no profit motive to drive what you do. It's, it's not a for-profit organization. And your organization was probably there long before you were born. And it's probably going to be there long after you're dead. You know, when you look at the, uh, the actual turnover in the federal workforce among the 2 million federal employees today, eventually the turnover is going to be 100%. Every single person in the government is going to go away, but the government is not. And, and that's a very good thing. You know, our government technically is 230 years old. And I think you and I both probably hope it lasts at least another 230 years and probably long after that. So really, a, a federal employee is a, is a trustee of a job. And they, they take that job, they do their best with it, they try to, to make things better, and then they pass it on to someone else. So it's a, it's a very different type of work, and, and it, I think it drives a different mindset on the part of the people who are doing the work. And how did the recent long, historic, partial shutdown, there's lots of adjectives you can put on that event, how did that underscore that idea, do you think? Well, I think it, it, it did a couple things. One is, you know, some people did recognize that these folks are public servants and what was happening to them in the shutdown was, was pretty miserable. Uh, but I think it also drove home for some people the idea that, that we do have a government that has to operate and that it is doing good things and things that people value. And when those things stop, you know, there, there is a problem. I, I remember reading a recent article about the uh, Park Service. It was written by the former superintendent of the Joshua Tree National Park. And he's talked about the damage done to the park during the shutdown. And he said it would probably take two to 300 years for the park to completely recover from the damage. And some people might look at that and say, well, how on earth could it take two or 300 years? But, you know, you've got thousand-year-old trees in, the, in this place. And, and so I think that is kind of, a, the, you know, the, the, the world of the federal government in a microcosm. It, it's, it's something where, where the organization has existed long before us. It should exist long after us. And what we do can affect the American people and their government for many, many years. It can affect it for generations. And so it really is a, it, it's a different way of looking at work. And I think it, it drives how a federal worker should view what they do. You know, it, it, I hear people talk about, uh, you know, the need to be loyal to the president and to this president or another president. And the reality is that federal employees take an oath, but not to be loyal to any particular 
temporary occupant of the White House. They, they take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And their job is to, to serve the people of the United States, just like the job of whoever happens to be sitting in the White House at any given time is to serve the people of the United States. So really, these are, these are servant jobs. That is what they are for. They are to serve other people, not to, to, to carry out your own agenda. We're speaking with Jeff Neal, former chief human capital officer at Homeland Security. And it seems like the military does a pretty good job of inculcating that sense of history. The Navy, the Army, they have these long, long histories. And you could be training as a recent signee on a parade ground that Pershing marched on or that General Mark Clark or some of the great generals throughout history also marched on. And they do a pretty good job with statuary and with artifacts and so forth. But if you work into the, say, the agriculture department or the commerce department, there's also a long history. And I wonder how well those departments inculcate that idea in people that, hey, you are part of this long chain that in some sense is never broken despite political comings and goings. Well, I think you're right about the military doing a great job of it. And and I was always impressed. I, I spent 26 years working for the Department of Defense, and I was always impressed by how well they drove home the history of their organizations. And I understood the reason why they did it. Uh, it was really important for people to understand that they're part of this long chain. I think some federal agencies do well at it. Others probably not as well. You know, one, actually one of the more recent federal agencies, if you could consider 60 or 70 years recent, uh, is NASA. Uh, and NASA does a good job, I think, of, of driving home to people the history of their organization because the history of their organization is, is so significant in American history, some of the things that, that that organization did. But I think other agencies don't do enough to drive home their history and to let people know what they're a part of. And, and I think I think that could be a really powerful tool. And considering how hard it's getting to recruit for the federal government, and this this recent shutdown just makes it harder. And the the fear that there might be another one on the fifteenth makes it even harder. I, I think being aware and communicating the history of the organization and some of the things those organizations have done is a really powerful recruiting tool. And I would like to see agencies doing a lot more to, to, to use that history and to communicate that history so people do understand what they're a part of or what they might be a part of if they come to work for that agency. I sometimes wonder how good a job Congress does for its new members. There's a whole crop of people. Well, every year there's some brand new ones. And many times they arrive in Washington thinking they've got the answers for everything, and they hung the moon, by the way, while they were on their way to Congress with really no sense of history, not a lot of sense of decorum, not a lot of sense that, guess what, there are people before you and alongside you that also have important thoughts. I think that Congress is an interesting example because we, we know, we see now what happens when Congress takes a, a purely political view of everything and doesn't think in terms of, of the, the, the fact that these members of Congress are also trustees. You know, if we go back and look at some of the things that have happened in our history that, that the Congress did, uh, the one that comes to mind immediately is the Civil Rights Act of 1964. 
a lot of the people in Congress who voted for the Civil Rights Act of 1964 knew they were voting against their political interest. But they also understood that they had a job to do, and the job was to do what was right for the American people, not what was right for their selfish interest or for their party's interest. And so they did the right thing. And there have been a lot of occasions in our history when statesmen and stateswomen did the right thing because they understood the context that they were living and working in. Unfortunately, I don't see that on the Hill today. I don't see the parties thinking in terms of, of, of the role they should be playing. They think in terms of holding on to the jobs that they have. And I think that's kind of sad. Jeff Neal is former chief human capital officer at Homeland Security, now senior vice president at ICF. As always, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Find a link to his blog and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. And let's face it, sometimes a little extra help goes a really long way. That's what's so great about Care.com. They make it easier than ever to find local, experienced, and background-checked child care to help manage your family's ever-changing needs and schedule. From nannies and babysitters to daycare centers and tutors, find help for long- or short-term support. Whether you need an after-school sitter or help with the homework, there's a large selection to choose from. And all caregivers who use Care.com are required to complete a background check before they're able to interact with families on the platform. It's so easy. Just go to Care.com and post a job for caregivers to apply. You can search for qualified candidates, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, and send messages directly. You can even find other kinds of care, including housekeepers, dog walkers, and caregivers for seniors. Find care for all you love. Sign up now and see why over 3 million families use Care.com. Visit Care.com today. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.